<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. How SoftBank's $11 billion bet on Didi turned sour. Written by Tian Tong, Liu Kaiping, Yuan Ruiyang, Guan Cong, Chu Yunxu, Luo Meihan, and Denise Jia. Published by Caixin Global and read for you by Caroline Agston. Like many money-losing tech startups, dominant Chinese ride-hailing company Didi Chuxing has relied heavily on private equity financing since its inception in 2012. Through 23 rounds of financing, Didi raised more than $35 billion from nearly 100 investors, valuing the company as high as $62 billion in an August 2020 fundraising round. China's abrupt crackdown on Didi after its $4.4 billion U.S. initial public offering, IPO, on June 30 sent its shares plunging, dealing those investors a hard blow especially its biggest shareholder, Japan's SoftBank Group. SoftBank invested nearly $11 billion in Didi starting in 2015. As of Friday's close, its stake was worth just around $11.2 billion, making the bet barely profitable. Didi rushed into a U.S. flotation without a blessing from Beijing, at least partly because it has been under pressure from shareholders impatient to exit from their investments. It promised them an IPO in fundraising agreements. As some of the early investors were eager to cash out, Didi repurchased around 18.3 billion shares from shareholders as of May. Among Didi's biggest shareholders, SoftBank faces the greatest pressure to cash out. Before the IPO, SoftBank's Vision Fund held a 21.5% stake in Didi, and its 21.5% voting power exceeded that of Didi's three founders, Cheng Wei, Liu Qing, and Stephen Zhu. SoftBank, the world's biggest tech investor, was caught in a debt crisis in 2019 because of poor performance in the public markets of many tech companies in its investment portfolio, especially the aborted IPO of co-working real estate company WeWork, one of SoftBank's biggest bets. Didi's valuation in the private equity market was maxed out, an investor told Xin in 2018. Its valuation fell dramatically after two cases of rape and murder involving DD drivers that year triggered a boycott and regulatory pressure over passenger safety. The company's fair value per share decreased from $41.04 as of July 31, 2018 to $37.48 as of June 31, 2018 with a valuation of around $40 billion, according to the IPO prospectus filed in June. The company originally considered a Hong Kong IPO in mid-2020, but waived that plan amid concerns that it would face harsher regulatory scrutiny in Hong Kong. Although the company has asserted that it had plenty of cash to burn, it never stopped fundraising. 
Didi's nearly 100 private equity shareholders are the most for a Chinese internet startup. In its last pre-IPO fundraising completed on December 31, the company's fair value per share increased to $42.08 from $37.65 as of July 29, according to the prospectus. Besides a business recovery from the pandemic, the higher valuation mainly reflected its pledge to shareholders of a successful IPO. Just before the company filed its confidential IPO with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission in mid-April, Didi raised $1.5 billion in debt financing from investment banks, including J.P. Morgan Chase & Company, Morgan Stanley, Goldman Sachs Group Incorporated, HSBC Holdings PLC, Barclays PLC, and Citigroup Incorporated, Bloomberg reported, citing sources familiar with the matter. J.P. Morgan, Morgan Stanley, and Goldman Sachs were also underwriters for Didi's IPO. Besides its core ride-hailing business, Didi's various new businesses have also attracted private equity investors. The autonomous driving subsidiary raised $300 million in a funding round led by IDG Capital earlier this year, following a fundraising round of $525 million last year. Almost every round of DD fundraising included convertible securities. As of March 31, its total of convertible, redeemable, preferred shares were valued at $30.7 billion. On the maturity date, shareholders can choose to convert such shares into common stock or debt. If they choose not to do so, DD is obligated to redeem the shares for cash. Pressure on SoftBank SoftBank posted a record net loss of 962 billion yen, 8.73 billion US dollars, in fiscal year 2019 after writing off huge investment losses in more than 20 other companies, including Uber and WeWork. It made a dramatic turnaround in fiscal 2020 to $46 billion of profits, boosted by an $8 billion increase in the valuation of its holdings in U.S. ride-hailing service operator Uber Technologies Incorporated, which holds a 12.8% stake in Didi. This year, SoftBank needs another Uber. In addition to its investment in Didi's parent company, SoftBank has also poured funds into Didi's new businesses. In February, SoftBank and others invested $900 million in Didi's community group buying businesses, Chongxin Technology Incorporated, and received preferred shares issued by Chongxin, according to the Didi Prospectus. In 2020, SoftBank participated in a $134 million investment in Didi's bike-sharing business, Soda Technology Incorporated. SoftBank also led an investment of $340 million in Didi's autonomous vehicle subsidiary, Voyager Group Incorporated. In all of these investments, SoftBank received preferred shares from the units. As part of the agreements, Didi promised that it would buy back preferred shares with cash or convert them to Didi parent company equity if Chongxin and Soda fail to complete IPOs in five years. If Didi needs to pay large sums of cash to buy back those preferred shares, that would materially hurt its liquidity and financial conditions, 
Dee Dee said in the prospectus. As liquidity in the U.S. stock market is expected to tighten by the third quarter this year, both investors and companies hope to complete IPOs as soon as possible at relatively high market values, the head of a large U.S. private equity fund said. In the first half of 2021, 34 companies raised a record $12.5 billion in U.S. IPOs. There are as many as 34 pending filings for U.S. listings by companies based in China or Hong Kong, according to Bloomberg. To clear the way for Didi to sell publicly traded shares, SoftBank gave up its board seat and returned to its position as only a financial investor. Chinese regulators have raised concerns about large foreign ownership of Chinese companies. As China's dominant ride-hailing provider, Didi owns a large amount of data on the country's urban transportation and users. That means it's necessary to ensure that foreign shareholders, such as SoftBank and Uber, can't access the data, a person at a financial intermediary said. Following the IPO, SoftBank's voting power fell by half to 10.7%, while the founders and management gained more voting power. Co-founder and chief executive Chung holds a 6.5% stake, and President Liu holds 1.6%. In the second quarter, Didi began to accelerate the implementation of equity incentive plans for management and executives, resulting in share-based compensation expenses of $3.03 billion. After the IPO, Chung, Liu, and Zhu together hold about 10%, but collectively, they have 52% of voting rights. All three became board members with the power to appoint or remove executive directors and nominate top executives, according to the prospectus. SoftBank and Uber, the second-largest shareholder, don't have board seats at Didi, forming a structure in which board representation is completely out of proportion with shareholders' stakes. The interests of Didi's directors and executives may conflict with those of shareholders on certain matters, which may leave shareholders at a disadvantage, the prospectus said.